Yo, 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 what up, Sooner fans? This is your host, Jay Peasy, formerly number 27 on the field, but always number one in your hearts. Here with me today, you know who it is, my right-hand man, number nine on the field, our captain, our fearless leader, my right-hand man. I think I said that already. Anyways, Braden, Nate, Rome, Willie, Willis, and this is the podcast on the prairie. Be Willie. Jay. It is the season of an attitude of gratitude. Well, for an attitude of gratitude. Yes, sir. Finally, we've reached Thanksgiving. We can eat. And then all you Christmas people can finally move on to Christmas after this. All right. I'll allow it. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. My dad, he started um he started putting up the Christmas decorations. I think this past Saturday. I was like, you know what? That's good timing. I think last week, maybe, yeah, last week would have been good timing. It's decent. But, um, yeah, Thanksgiving time. Um, for those of you watching on YouTube, you see me in a blanket in a different environment. Uh, two things. One, I'm back home in North Carolina. North Carolina. I said that was such a country accent. <laughs> um, and uh, two, I've been feeling sick. So um, the past two days for me have been have been terrible, but like any other time on game day, I'm going to show up and show out. And right now the podcast is my game day. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, oh man. But really, honestly, Braden, why I really decided to throw the blanket on is because somebody said something in the comments about us always wearing hoodies and you're wearing a hoodie. So I was like, yes, let's sir. switch it up. This podcast is greatly supported by Plainview Legal Group. Plainview Legal Group is owned and operated by married couple Haley and Travis Dennis. Haley and Travis are both Sooner grads and have five degrees between them from OU. Jay, that's more than both of us combined. Uh, definitely. They do it all in property and business law. This includes eminent domain, inverse condemnation, real estate transactions, oil and gas title examination, adverse possession, quiet title, and other boundary disputes. Plainview Legal Group also handles estate planning and probate from simple wills to proving undue influence. Jay, I'm going to be honest. I don't really know what anything you said means, which is why it's important to have attorneys who fight tirelessly to protect you. Haley and Travis are also great people. They've been amazing partners of the podcast. So when we recommend them, it really is genuine. They're offering listeners a free consultation. So visit their website at www.plainviewlegal.com. Give them a call at 405-310-0183. Or email them at info at plainviewlegal.com. It can be daunting facing legal issues and finding someone you can trust to fight for you. Plainview Legal Group takes all stress out of this process. We're very thankful for their support, so check them out. Please see show notes for important disclaimer information. Well, to that person, I just want to say that we do this at unconventional times for y'all, yeah. right? So... You know, like right now we're doing it in the morning before my practice and everything. And it's a little nippy out. I just got out of bed and stuff. So I will continue to wear my hoodie. I am sorry, but I am not sorry. But love yeah. you, though. <laughs> no, I, I honestly, one thing I am grateful for is our fans that listen <laughs> because we are not professional podcasters, right? <laughs> like our, our, our volume, like we know that our our audio isn't always perfect. You know, the quality isn't the best, but we, we do it because y'all love it. And you know, we just keep on keeping on. And so this is let, let the people know this is seven thirty AM on Thanksgiving morning. Like, yeah, 
you have i think alex has uh alex has somewhere to be my family doesn't start i don't even think anybody in my household is awake right now besides my dog um brady you gotta drive to fort worth right i'm going to den but yeah i will have i'm gonna you know we have practice and everything and then i'll be going to den but yep yeah so we say that to say that um this is by no means an inconvenience for us, but we are grateful to be able to do what we do and uh, provide this podcast for the people. So um, although I'm sick, uh, I still find a way to be grateful and that naturally makes me feel better. So um, Brayden, has there been any good news or anything you want to talk about? Anything that's been, uh, uh, arose this week or matter of fact just talk about your schedule i think that you mentioned earlier off the podcast that you guys were up at the facility uh yesterday how how do the sooner celebrate thanksgiving yeah so you know as for everybody listening uh college thanksgiving week you know we have practice the first two days monday to or not practice sorry class monday and tuesday obviously we have practice we're not gonna miss practice uh, but we have classes, so it's business as usual Monday and Tuesday. And then Wednesday is the first day off of our Thanksgiving break. So during that Wednesday, Coach Venables treats that as a, like, we're going to keep you up here all day. Oh, perfect. No class? No, more football. So, we, you know, they move workouts back a little bit, which we were like, yes. You know, a little bit more time to sleep in. You don't have to get up early because usually we get up pretty early on Wednesday. Get up pretty early on Wednesdays, and then he pushes it back to like nine. Then you know, after workouts, he's like, "All right, well, player-led workouts for uh, you know, nine to eleven or whatever, or whenever player we get out to eleven, <laughs> right? Yeah, player-led. Were, were they really? Were they really player-led? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I yeah. always. I always found those funny because Wiley or really well Schmitty back in the day, he'd walk in and like talk to the seniors and everything and then walk right out and then slowly walk past that big window right there. Yeah. And you would just know that somebody, somebody was watching or like a GA would would walk through just to like low key take attendance. Yeah. And uh, be, we were in the room and, you know, people walk in like, oh, y'all, y'all good with the install? Yeah. And we're like, yeah, yeah, we're good. We're going over in now. All right. Just let me know if you have any questions. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Let me let me know if you need help. Like, yeah. <laughs> Discretionary. Right. Right. But, you know, so we had that. And then he's like, yeah, then we're going to have lunch from 12 to 1. And then one thirty team meeting. Then we're going to have our meetings on our normal schedule. Then we're going to have practice a little bit earlier. And uh, then we're going to have a Thanksgiving celebration. And he's like, everybody's required to stay. And that thing was like an hour and a half, two, or something like that. So we ended up getting out pretty late. Couldn't record last night. But, yeah, we ended up being up there all day. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I, you know I'm grateful we have a coach that wants to be with, you know, his guys all day because it's not always – how it is so so thanksgiving uh, dinner was last night yeah for us how was it it was actually pretty cool i mean you know the the food was you know it was okay you know there's some good stuff there are some you know okay things dessert was pretty solid then we had a little 
festivities after all the coaches, you know, wives, children, and other family were there. So it was a nice little time, man. Yeah. I don't ever think that when, when you have a Thanksgiving like that, the food's never going to be, well, I'm not going to say never, but unless it's your family or people that, you know, rarely are you going to, at least in my experience, rarely are you going to be like, man, that food was banging. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, not, it's a lot of bulk food and you know yeah. you're cooking for a lot of people and it's just you know once you the once the quantity you know increases the quality sometimes dips a little bit but it's okay it wasn't by no means was it bad okay you know yeah. so you guys the holidays are coming and it's time to think about shopping for those special women in our lives you know for me i have a lot of special women in my life uh my mom my auntie my granny my sisters, you know, and I'm really close to family. So they hold a very special place in my heart. Hey, y'all heard me talk about my shawty that came with me last game, but don't nobody come over mama. You know what I'm saying? These women in our lives and in your lives are too important to wait to shop last minute for. Thankfully for you guys, we have a sponsor here to make your life easier and make you boyfriend, son, husband, or whatever of the year. Seely Designs make homemade jewelry that has meaning. Each piece is beautiful and unique. And it's made by mother-daughter team who are Sooner fans and listeners of the podcast. Everything they do is ethically sourced, which is rare in this day and age of jewelry. Plus, their pieces are made to be generational and passed down in the family. They gifted us custom necklaces with our mom birthstones to give them for the holiday. My mom is getting a ruby necklace that manifests courage, good fortune, and love. My mom is getting a paradox, which brings focus and clarity and opens the heart to love. Dang, Brady. We really have the Son of the Year Award on lock for real. Yeah, we do. Thanks to Sealy Designs, and they could do the same for all of our listeners. Check out their website at www.sealydesigns.com. That's S-E-E-L-Y-E designs.com. Plus, if you use the code Prairie at checkout, you get 15% off. The holidays should be a breeze for the podcast community thanks to Sealy Designs. Fellas, get it done for the special women with Sealy. I will say from personal experience, on the grill specifically with chicken because you know my fraternity does a lot of cookouts and right. uh, for the past two years specifically for the black community at OU I've been like the grill master low-key and uh, I will say whenever the quantity increases the proportions for seasoning specifically becomes even more important no doubt you know uh attention to detail yeah specifically talking to my uh my my fair-skinned people at uh pwi no i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding we don't do racism on the pot <laughs> uh no all jokes aside though everybody has their own uh their own thing and you know whatever makes you happy you do what you do but i'm glad you guys had a had a good thanksgiving it's no surprise to me that venables kept you there all day like i don't at all yeah i, I would actually yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you like you said you had a good time though. Like always, always well. I did have a good time. You know, they like I said they make things fun. We had a little bingo session and a pie eating contest, and you know, it was it was a nice little time. So, okay, what was what was the uh, the pie eating contest like? Did you partake in that? That's I new. did not partake in that. No? I did not want a stomach ache, but it was mostly the sole mission guys and they were competing for uh, accountability points 
for they like they were representing teams and they were competing for accountability points. So yeah. that was uh that was hectic. Everybody in the because we had it in the weight room because I mean yeah the weight room the grass field because there were so many people and everybody got up and was around them and yeah it was kind of hectic but uh yeah it, it was it was fun. <laughs> I will say though those soul mission guys Kurt, um Josh Norman yes. Caleb. And uh, I'm missing one. Uh, Ryan and CK. Ryan. Ryan, there you go. Ryan, yeah, those guys do a great job. You know, when I was at the game this past weekend on Saturday, uh, I know they don't actually do the setup and everything, but in terms of the overall vibe and everything that they had a had a had a piece of or were responsible for, mm-hmm. uh, run pretty smoothly. So I could imagine those guys were a good time. Um, did you participate in any of the games or anything, or did Danny Stutzman do anything stupid? I I could imagine that he's probably the center of attention nowadays. No, nah, he uh, didn't do anything during the during the dinner, you know. So, but I did I did participate in the bingo. Uh, I don't think I've ever won a game of bingo in my life. Yeah, I don't Old think I just have no luck in bingo. No. <laughs> I don't. I really don't think I'm trying to remember, but I don't think I ever have. I do think you I'm, have a Do you have a favorite like board game or <sighs> anything to play this time of year? Mm. I mean, my family is big on Uno when we get together, or you know, cards. That's dangerous. Spades, you know. That's that's real dangerous. Dominoes, you know, stuff like that. So I don't mind playing any of them. But what's like? Uh, you got a top one. My favorite. Mm. My favorite's Uno. That's simple. Yeah. Uh, and this I, I game, think, I think the one that gets most competitive in my house because everybody can participate is Uno. Yeah. So yeah, that's why know. I like it. I mean, all the men play spades, and that gets you know you know how that gets in 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 dominoes and stuff. But when you get the whole family involved with Uno, you know, it's mm-hmm. a little bit crazier because you know the women are my family. You know, they don't they don't take no mess. So you know. Yeah. I could imagine. I, I low-key feel – I was thinking about your family the other day or last night, actually, when I was around Mon, and I, I still feel bad about not being able to get in on that picture last weekend at the game. Yeah, they're going to clown you a little bit. They're yeah. like, you always talk about our pictures, and we were trying to get you in one, and yeah. So, so I felt bad. I was, what, what really made me feel bad was the fact that your sister was there. Yeah. Knowing that she's never there or rarely there. I was like, I gotta go say hey, like everybody's here, you know. So oh, I, Lord. I was like, dang, missed opportunity. Grace is running the streets of Norman. Yeah, I saw I saw I saw her on Instagram with our number one fan. Yeah. No good. Yeah. I, I saw those two together. Lena. No good. Keep yeah. Keep her out of trouble. I know Please. she's probably listening. Or will she listen. She'll be listening. Yep. Yeah. Oh and then, man. As we speak, you know, like we said, it's Thanksgiving morning. I know we're talking about the schedule, um, and you mentioned it. Mentioned it. So today, we are going to. It's what eight o'clock right now. Yeah, breakfast starts right now. I'll go up there get some breakfast, and then team meeting starts soon after that. And then what we're gonna do? We move practice up for everybody listening. We practice in the afternoons. And we do lifts in the morning, but we basically move practice up to the mornings and then we'll be done by one o'clock. And as soon as one o'clock hits, then I'll leave. I'll come back home, grab my dog 
I'll leave after practice and I'll go to Denton because we can drive up to two hours, you know, for people that live in Tulsa and stuff like that. You could drive two hours to family's house or the three options drive two hours to family's house. If they're within that, you know, mile range, or you could go to, you could go to a, a coach's house or you can go to a, a teammate's house that has Wait, family so, like in so the area. The two, like this, these are options they gave y'all. Like they said two hours. Yeah. What? There was a, uh, there's a rent. They don't want guys to be going like you're from North Carolina. They don't want you flying home. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I, I guess so. But I'm saying like you could, could you drive to Fort Worth though? Like if you wanted to? I mean, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. Okay. It's not like, you know, it's not like that strict, but yeah, I mean, they just don't want guys like driving yeah. to, like okay. Houston or okay. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, they want us back that night, and you know, so we could leave in the morning on Friday because we're playing away, and you know, Lubbock, and you know, the travel difficulties we're going to Texas Tech, but yeah, no, that yeah. makes sense. So, are you bringing anything to Thanksgiving? Like, do you show up with a dish or make anything? No, I'm bringing myself because nobody knows yeah. that I'm coming. So surprise everybody oh. that's going to be listening to my podcast. I'm coming to Thanksgiving. Okay. Because <laughs> all my family listens to the pod, but obviously this won't air until after I'm there. So, you yeah. know, and they probably won't be listening to it today because they'll be cooking and everything if it yeah. does drop today. So I'm not worried about that. But, yeah, I'm going to surprise everybody. The only person that knows is my dad and my stepmom. I mean, stepmom and my mom. Because um, the whole OU staff always sends always st- sends um, information to the parents. And they send like, hey, like this is our schedule. If you're within this uh, hour range, your kid can come home. And so my mom was like, hey, like, OU <laughs> sent me this and that. And are you going to be coming home? And I was like, ah. Uh, Nah, you know, we got practice and stuff. And they're like, oh, but they said, you know, if it was within two hours, I was like, okay, yes, I'm coming home. Yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing, bro. My mom would always be like, hey, baby, what you doing? Is your schedule? And I'd be like, nah, mom, I got something for school. I got something else going on. And she would always get so disappointed, bro. Yeah. And twice. I think it was like at least twice, maybe three times I came home. And I walk through the door and she starts crying. And those are always good moments to share. You got to make sure you get that on video, as a matter of fact. I am. Because, like, I haven't seen, you know, my extended family in a long time. I know I was texting my auntie, you know, the other day. And she was saying, oh, you know, we're going to miss you at Thanksgiving. Your, Your cousin is cooking these dishes. And, you know, I know, you know, I know you love Thanksgiving because you love to eat. So, you know, hopefully we'll see you soon. I was like, yeah, you know, I love Thanksgiving, but it's okay. You know, I'll see y'all real soon. You know? <laughs> but That's nice. Now it's time to take a break to tell you guys about our friends at Freebird Grooming. If you need a gift for the man in your life and that man happens to be bald, look no further than Freebird. They are proudly supporting their hair-free customers and their journey to baldhood. Hey, look, B. Willie, I know you're not there in your career yet, but just know bald is beautiful, my brother. I completely agree. Like we said last podcast, some of the best men that we know are bald, including you. I didn't really realize the struggle of shaving your head, being bald into our partnership with Freebird. They taught me that shaving your head with the old school razor is the way of the past. 
Razors were designed to shave flat surfaces and not curved domes. Avoid painful nicks and cuts with a shaver actually designed for the head. Razors shave too close, often under the skin, so hair comes back as uncomfortable, irritating, and grows. That's where Freebird and their Flex Series electric shaver comes into play. The Flex Series shaves 50% more hair in a single stroke compared to old school razors. Baby smooth shaves, shaves in three minutes or less, and it's waterproof. So you can use it wet or dry. Freebird hooked us up with care packages to give to someone in our lives. And I gave it to my dad. Bro, I gave it to a friend of mine. And you can do the same to a ball friend and your life by going to myfreebird.com forward slash prairie. When you go there, you'll automatically get 20% off your order. That's myfreebird.com forward slash prairie for 20% off today. I was talking, I was talking to my mom yesterday and well, let me let me start from the beginning, right? So I come home and I strategically did this, right? Because for me, this is a year of of self-reflection, mm-hmm. of betterment, of making a better Jay Hall, you know, just as a person, right? And so I came home this year and I made sure to ask my mom. I said, Mom, do you need me to cook, make or help with anything because I've realized that I'm 24 years old now. I, I, there has to be some point in time where I got to start contributing to Thanksgiving because my entire life, low key, I've always been the big hungry boy and grandma's mm-hmm. always been like, Oh, we're going to cook for you, Jerry. Like, don't worry. Well, she doesn't call me Jerry. So, you know, she calls me pumpkin. And, uh, I'm like, yay, grandma, like, I can't wait to try the potato salad. Like, I'm normally the sampler. Like, that's Mm -hmm. my job. And me and grandpa, we watch football. Either that or Thanksgiving parade. We normally do, like, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade, right? And so I've asked three times now. And that's why I asked you because I figured, you know, we're on the same page. We're, We're just showing up, pigging out. You know I'm here. Yeah, like, you know exactly why I'm here. Like, we're... Like, let's not get things twisted. <laughs> no, I'm not bringing nothing. I'm bringing myself and my appetite, and that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Great time of year, man. Great time <laughs> no of year. Doubt. I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving, man. Just, um, I'm so, like, I, I don't even know, bro, how to even describe to you how grateful for just the position I am in life, bro. Like whether it be like in the, in the NFL or, or, or not, you know, like it's just more so I've realized just about the people, like the, you, Alex, the podcast, um, C Kelly, my, all like just my, my family, you know, these are just, you know, guys that first come to mind. And, um, you know, this year specifically, um, I'm just more grateful than any other year because I realized that I could, I could be anywhere else in life. You know, this is a hard, I wouldn't say a hard topic to talk about, but it, it kind of just is what it is. Right. So like, let's just like, for example, right. I, I I mean, no ill will, but this is something personal that the Sooners have connections to, right. Like just Trajan bridges, right. You know, not on the team anymore, was suspended due to personal decision-making, right? And now he's getting another chance at football for the fans that don't know. You know, that that easily, you know, one or two decisions and it could have been me, right? 
Or, you know, I, I could be Perry on Winfrey right now, one or two extra workouts, and maybe I'm in the NFL. Or I could be one of my personal friends, right? You know, one of my friends is working today. You know, I'm I'm in a blanket talking to thousands of people and during a lay back in bed and then just eat food and he's going to be working, you know? And so no doubt. we can literally be anywhere in life. And something that I've come to learn is that when you can, when you can lower yourself just all the way down to the bare minimum, when, when you wake up and your goal is to just pursue happiness, help others and do what you got to do then you look at life completely different because now it's just like, oh, the, the sun is up. I'm happy. Like the sky is blue. I'm happy. I'm home for Thanksgiving. I'm happy. And so, you know, you can uh, definitely call me a glass half full type of guy. And uh, that's just the way I, I look at life. Now, don't get it twisted now, Sooner Nation. I'm not happy go lucky. Like, you know, don't forget, Jay Hawk can still get down in the trenches, whether it be in my NBA or like, you know, football or like check the resume. All right. But no, in all seriousness, um, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to have a good time yesterday with the Sooners and, and Venables. And, um, you know, I'm grateful to be with my family. Uh, I, I know Venables is long winded, so uh, I can imagine you, you're probably looking forward to <laughs> getting on home and, and being around a familiar environment, and that type of deal. So, Man. Um, we are grateful. Sooner very, Nation. very grateful. We are grateful. So moving on to a little bit of football really quick. Um, it's rivalry week. We have Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Michigan, Ohio State, South Carolina, Clemson, and uh, so on and so forth. Some pretty good games. Um, first, we must address. I don't think we talked about this last last part. I think we did. Yeah, no, we did. We talked about Beamer and uh, and Derwin. Mm-hmm. You said you texted him, and I made sure to text him as well after you said that. I was like, why haven't I texted him? So he, he responded back, and uh, well, I know I, I keep talking about being grateful, but I'm I'm grateful that he responded. You know, not that I think that he wouldn't, but right. You know, I, you know how it is. Some you know some people just leave and be like, you know, what I'm saying this yeah. is. The- yeah. At all times. Yeah. So this is one of the reasons why I uh I go so hard for Beamer. And actually my upset there's a lot of upset. Well, I'm not gonna say a lot, but there's more than one upset pick of this week that I could that I could choose. But I'm rolling with uh I'm rolling with Beamer and the boys one more time against number number eight Clemson. You know, I think that from a player's perspective, you've been searching all year for just a change in momentum, right? You have Spencer come in, new quarterback, still a relatively new system in terms of Beamer's, what, it's his second year there now. And I'm sure those guys have been, you know, working their butts off to 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 find something that they can hang their hats on, right? Right. And I don't, I don't think Beamer lets them get complacent. You know, I think that they keep the ball rolling. And if anything, they, they use the win versus Tennessee last week to go out there and get another one down in uh, South Carolina. I don't know if it's a home game or an away game. But regardless, 
it's it's a home game because it's in South Carolina. Well, I, actually, no, I don't know because uh, Death Valley is hard to play, and I've been there personally. But anyways, point is, I think Beamer and the boys go out there and get the one. So that's my that's my upset pick of the week. You got one? I mean, obviously, I think the same. You know, I, I'm I'm rooting for Beamer and the boys, but uh, I'm not gonna you know steal your your steal on that one. So hey. I'm gonna go. I got two. I'm gonna go Kentucky over Louisville. Okay. And then you know they've been in a bunch of close games and they have a great defense and Louisville's ranked. They're seven and four. But, you know, Kentucky is, you know, six and five. And, you know, like I said, it's a couple tough breaks. So I'm going to take Kentucky and then I'm going to go. Um, Auburn? Maybe. Nah, Auburn, not Auburn. Nah, no? not Auburn, not Auburn. No? I'm going to go Florida over Florida State. I want to say NC State over North Carolina, but I don't believe it. Yeah, I think Mac Brown is a. Uh... It's going to hold that one down. Yeah, I don't believe it. NC State is good, but, you know. But I'm going to say maybe Florida over Florida State, you know. I don't know if, if, if Florida State, you know, that's a rivalry game. That's a big rivalry game at that, and anything can happen. So, you know. Yeah. I haven't watched either one of those teams, so uh, we'll follow up on that next week and see where that lands us. But um, it is important to know for the fans, especially Alex, we're not even to the fans. Alex, please do not base your picks off of our picks, okay? <laughs> if you got money on the line, if you Take don't know. now. Yeah, I, I think I'm pretty sure that we're like under 300 on the year. And so. Uh, we, made some, you, we made some picks, but we missed on most of ours, so. Yeah, we don't play baseball, so uh, I don't think those are good numbers. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, anyways. Moving on to our last segment, Texas Tech this week. Mm-hmm. Last away game of the year. Take us through a B-willing, a B-willy breakdown. I know that traveling to Lubbock isn't, isn't fun. Like there's no, I don't want to say there's nothing in Lubbock because I've heard Lubbock is fun. Actually, it's, it's kind of like Stillwater in terms of it being yeah. in the middle of nowhere. But I mean, I I've, I've come to love college towns, bro. Like I, being I'll let I'll let you do the breakdown real quick. I, I gotta get this out my uh I gotta get this off my chest, right? So being from North Carolina, born and raised in the suburbs, kind of went to school in the city, um, growing up, and you know, a, a big thing that we would always say is that you know there's nothing out there in Kansas or there's nothing out there in Wisconsin or you know Lubbock, and we kind of clown schools like that, but. You know, one trip to to Stillwater and then another trip to another Big 12 school. And next thing you know, I'm having a ball, bro. Like, I think that what I think that's what makes the Big 12 so fun to play in is that, you know, granted, there may not be anything there. Like the traveling from a player's perspective may not be fun, but the games are, you know, always pretty fun. So anyways, that's my that's my quick rant. But take us, bro. You, you, you got the mic. What, what do you see in Texas Tech this week? Yeah, I mean, there is nothing in Texas Tech. It's a fun school because there's nothing there. Yeah, you know, side note. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's not the best place. You know, it's not the most convenient travel destination for us. Um, also, 
you know, the environment is going to be, you know, one of the toughest that we've been into. The uh, Texas Tech fans and students and, you know, they're kind of rowdy, man. They they do a good job. The atmosphere is going to be, it's going to be going. It's going to be a night game. You know, they're going to be out there cussing us out. They're going to be out there throwing tortillas on the field and half-eating hot dog buns and batteries and, you know, whatever else they can find to throw out there. You know, they're going to search up our bios and um, all types of all types of things, you know. So it's going to be a good atmosphere. Um, I remember my freshman year, quick little side notes, quick little side story. Uh, we were walking into the tunnel after the game and a kid had snuck a water bottle through the fence or something like that, like tried to throw it at us through the fence. I picked it up and I threw it back at him and it hit him in the side of the head. And he yeah. was looking at me like I was the one that was wrong. He was looking at me so crazy. He was like, like I can't believe you did that. And I was yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> of course I did it. What, I, you just think I'm an animal? Yeah. I'm not going to fight back. <laughs> I did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that that's how, get, how, that's how we get down to Texas Tech. Oh, by the way, the locker room is horrible too. But Yeah, trash. Yeah, one of the worst. But besides all that, talking about the team, uh, you know, it's funny. They're a team kind of similar to us in a lot of categories. Um, so it should be a good game. They they could throw it around the yard on offense. They're a little bit better than anybody we played throwing it. They're number one in the Big 12 throwing it in passing yards. We're number one in the Big 12 for running yards. So obviously, you know, dominant in two different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a thing that, you know, stands out for me on both sides of the ball for them is that they're really good in the red zone on offense. They're good in the red zone and on defense, they're good at people. They're good at keeping, you know, points off the board. So that's going to be something uh, that we're going to have to strive to, you know, go a hundred percent on, on offense, you know, get in the red zone. We got to score points. We got to score touchdowns. Uh, you know, talking about their offense, like I said, they throw it around the yard. They got a quarterback that could throw it. He's a transfer from Oregon, the one that mm-hmm. we're expecting to play. They got a couple, but the one we're expecting to play, transfer from Oregon, he could sling it around the yard. Uh, can run a little bit, you know, not, you know, like a Spencer Sanders, but he can, he, he can you know, get out the pocket. Uh, decent running back, but like I said, what they want to do is throw the ball. Good, de- go, good offensive line. You know, tall, long, you know, that's usually how they are at Texas Tech. And then on defense, um, relatively good group, you know, they good D-line. Uh, they have pretty good secondary. They got some length yeah. in the secondary. Both their corners are 6'3". How's their, how's their linebackers? I know they typically have some good linebackers. Their linebackers are good. Yeah, they're probably yeah. the best one, some of the best uh, linebackers we've seen this year. Uh, yeah. Number one, number six. They both can uh, – they remind me of uh like BAs, you know. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're guys that are around, you know, two thirty. I mean, the number one is a little bit bigger. He's two thirty five, but they what can year, both run. What year is number one? Uh he's not the number one that we're used to. I asked Coach okay. Finley a, a a question. I was like, is it a thing to for Texas Tech linebackers to wear one and six? Because you know, yeah. the linebackers that were there before them were the same numbers. Cold. And I was like, Cold and they too. both got drafted. So yeah. I was like, is it just like a tradition or something? Yeah. Let, but, wait, hold on. Let's talk about that real quick before you keep going. Let it be known, because I don't think the Sooners know this. But, well, if you do, then good for you. But for those of you who don't, Texas Tech 
um, one in six, the the guys that specifically one, um, the guys that Braden was were just referencing, uh, in the past have been ballers, you know, and they've always had like a number one or like a, a low number, but I say that to say, um, drafted NFL guys, but you you wouldn't blink an eye when they play us, cause uh, specifically in the run game, cause me and B Willie shut them down. All right, you know what I'm saying, like. When we put pause on them, they weren't making plays. Okay, so I just I just had to air that out real quick, partner, before uh, before you moved on, because uh, our puppies, these right here, golden in the passing and run game. Okay, now you can continue. I just had to. All right, all right. But yeah, yeah no, good linebackers. Um, they can run a little bit, especially number six. He can he can really you know go sideline to sideline. Um, they're a four down, they're a four down team, but they actually throw, they mix in a lot of odd. So they're, you know, they do odd and even just as yeah. much as each other for real. And then they base out a three cover three, but they also play a lot of one and a lot of, you know, cover four. So anything you're looking at specifically to make sure that you do this week to, to make an impact. Uh, you know, always the block, the blocking is going to have to be first and foremost, like the strength of their defense is their linebackers. So, you know, I'm going to have to be on, on point because that's usually my matchups, DNs, rushes, linebackers, you know, so I have to be on point. And then, you know, in the passing game, there's going to be holes in three, you know, there's going to be stuff that we do in man to attack them. So I just got to be good in the passing game and in the run game. You know, like I said, they're, Biggest coverages are three, one, and four. And in three, as you know, there's a lot of holes. Yeah. And if you game plan against three correctly, you can get some good, you know, good opportunities. And same with man. You know, if you're, you know, playing a team that is has you man, there's a lot of different, like, schemes you can come up with to get your guys to be in one-on-one opportunities and go win. So yeah, uh, just, you know, just – going to go win at you know at the end of the day it's on me to go win so piece of advice for you my boy eagle claw grip high and tight elbow tucked into the body when you hold that pig skin okay we don't need another one hitting the ground all right <laughs> really that was my only fumble in my career so yeah yeah no yeah. same so the one i had versus kansas last year that that was my only one ever yeah so, uh, we're that's okay. I get you. I get it, bro. H backs, B Willie, J Hall, non by 27, number one in your heart. Like, we right here, brother. I, I get you. <laughs> we right here, but yeah, you know, I gotta. I had, and you know, what's funny, they're like, get the ball to the side or to the, uh, to the other hand. I was like, I had two hands on the ball, like, I was like this, but he just, you know, got, got a helmet on one of my arms and it just like got out like yeah. that. So, nah, you're good, um, brother. You're but, yeah, so that's kind of a breakdown of, uh, you know, Texas Tech. Good team, man. Like I said, they're the stuff that they do well, they do really well, you know, and uh, we're similar in a lot of instances. So it's going to be a, you know, great atmosphere, tough place to play, and they're going to be ready, and obviously they want to beat us. And, you know, they're also fighting to be bowl eligible and for a better bowl and everything at, yeah. like we are you know and 
same kind of situations, you know, first year coach. So it's going to be a good game. We've got to be detailed. We got to come ready to play. We got to come hungry and we've had a great week of practice. So I think we will be all right. Well, I will say this about Texas tech. It is known that their fans are disrespectful. Like it's just, it's, it's not surprising. Like you, you walk in knowing that you're going to get F L, you know, you know, this and that, like, you're going to get every colorful word you could ever imagine right there in their student section. So um, I think it's fun, though. I love it. I know you feel the same way. Um, night game in Texas. Tech. I, I don't know why, but Texas Tech is always a night game. Like even, you know, the the 50 to 60 game, you know, Baker and uh, Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes, that was a night game. Our game two years ago was a night game. Uh, this year it's a night game. So yep. anyways. Uh, looking forward to the game this weekend. Looking forward to seeing you ball out. And uh, let's hope the Sooners get a win as a fan. I know you guys will ball out. But yes, sir. Uh, Sooner Nation, this is all we have for this episode of the podcast. Wrapping up with an attitude of gratitude. Happy Thanksgiving. Be Willie, you got anything for the people? Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. See y'all Saturday. All right, y'all. Jesus. Yes.